You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. This is just the week of an uncomfortable Greg. It really is. This is hitting really close to home, though. I am. I I've be, been dying to hear what exactly happened. I actually do want to be careful. As far as what I, what I say, okay. Because now I'm realizing how small of a place Portland is, and I'm a little bit exposed. Like, a, just a search on our website could reveal a little more information than, than no, I need to. No, I think you're just being paranoid. I'm definitely paranoid about this, but <laughs> probably for good reason. Uh-huh. All right, hello everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff we might get to today. Uh, you can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link, though. That is something that you can do. That's a fun thing. That is such a fun thing. That is That's a like fun my thing favorite to do. thing to do. If, really I'm inter- if I'm like spending the afternoon interneting, I'm like, yeah. what do I want to do? Yeah, here I, I, I want to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, you know click on that Amazon I've link. I've set aside some time to go interneting, and uh, I've decided that, yeah, you, you want to go there and you click it. It's pleasurable to click on that link. Don't say pleasurable. It, it makes you feel good when you click on that link. Yeah, it's uh, ex- it's titillating to click on the Amazon link at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Are, okay. the, are these wrong ways? You're going in the wrong direction. The wrong direction, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, if you click on that, though, it does help support Fun Employment Radio, so that would be great. Uh, clicking on it in the live chat right now, FunEmploymentRadio.com slash live, where if you're a live subscriber, six ninety nine a month, the first week is free. Uh, we have uh, Edward who just wrote, I love clicking on the Amazon link. I'm going to quote that, and then I'm going to put that as far as like like user quotes on mm-hmm. our site. I think we need to splash like it up a little bit. Like enthusiastic user quotes, be like, yeah. Edward says, I love clicking on the Amazon link. It yeah. makes me feel so wonderful. Yes, I feel great inside when I click mm-hmm. on the Amazon link. I bet link. he does. Yeah. Well, that's that's wonderful. So it is a great way to help help support our show. So thank you, Edward. I, too, love clicking on the Amazon link. Oh, boy. All right. Um, I wanna, so here's what's going to go down today. <sighs> I debated about whether to talk about this before the show or not, and I've... I just know the basic. I don't know exactly what happened, but basic. I think, but I believe it, that you owe I mean, the listeners a story is, with, that comes with this. I mean, it ties a lot together, what just happened, what happened to me yesterday. Um, I'll, we're also... I'm going to help Sarah out with something here in a little bit, because Sarah's going on an audition today for something that I've already auditioned for. Oh, I love and how you I have think, to throw that in, too. I think I can help you out, so we're going to talk about that in a minute. Well, but now it sounds like you're ma- you're helping me cheat. Like, I don't necessarily need your help. I'm sure I'll do just fine. Let's just... Let me help give you some few pointers. Okay. I think that'll be important. All right, so... This is com- a completely random thing that we have not talked about for for a while that I need to bring up here on the show about what happened to me yesterday. So... um Yesterday was Dead Moon Night here in, here in Portland, and I know I need to explain what that is. Dead Moon, in case you don't know, was a really amazing band from Portland. Uh, Andrew Loomis, uh, their drummer Andrew Loomis, passed away, and last night the city of Portland declared officially uh, October 5th to be Dead Moon Night. And so they, they actually had this whole thing down at City Hall. It was really cool. Which was so cool. Like, oh my gosh, it was like... Old Portland all like, came together to hang out yeah. in front of City Hall to watch this uh, Dead Moon announcement. It was it was really neat. It was really cool. They had a band there, and our buddy Matt was uh, was there. Uh, Matt, who was Andrew's brother, and Matt actually got me into kind of like the the VIP section. So I got to drink in a 
like a meeting room at City Hall. It was weird. What? Yeah, he got me up in there. And so they had beer and like Jägermeister and stuff in this. Well, maybe they weren't supposed to. I don't know. But I, I think they were. I think they were allowed to. I mean, I'm sure strange. if you were allowed up there into that room, I don't think that it wasn't supposed to not be there. It was just strange yeah. drinking at City Hall. It was really cool. But anyway, the whole event was was awesome. I just want to give a big thank you to Matt for that. But that's not what I'm talking about here. For The thing that happened to me is what happened on my way down. So I uh, I had to work, and so I was trying to hurry to get down there to this thing, and by the time I got done with work, I had missed the bus, and so I decided to take a lift. And I called Lyft, and, you know, you get picked up. This guy comes, he picks me up, and we're driving away. And he was chit-chatting-ish, and I noticed um, he had an accent, you know, which is not that uncommon. And uh, he was a Caucasian gentleman with an accent. And I'm sitting in the back, and we're talking, and he's, he brought up something about the neighborhood. He's like, yes, there, there are lot, lots of bars in this neighborhood. I'm like, yeah, there, there are lots of bars in this neighborhood. He's like, I used to live uh, right back there. I'm like, what do you – you used to live back, back where? He's like, oh, I live right there at the, uh, that house where I pick you up next to that. And I'm like, wait, you mean you lived in the house – Next to me, he's like, yes, my friend owns that house. Oh, my and God. I'm sitting there, and I start looking at the guy. I'm like, holy shit. This guy is one of the Russian neighbors. And at this point, I'm like, I, I didn't know what to do, but I, I, I had to keep on investigating. I had to confirm some things. So I'm sitting there talking to him, and I took a look at him, and I recognized him. He was the guy with the ponytail that used to live out there. Um, the, the, the leader? No, no. The shirtless guy with the ponytail. <gasps> that was him. It was him. And so I kind of leaning around the seat like to get a look at him, and I realized, holy shit. Oh, my God. So it was actually so it wasn't the jumpsuit guy. This was the shirtless no, guy. No, it wasn't the jumpsuit guy. So in case you don't know, I've got... Uh, what I believe to be Russian gangster neighbors. So, yes, this guy, this guy, uh, and I. So I just kind of started. I I knew who he was. He didn't know who I was. You know, he just knew I was mm-hmm. some guy that, that that was next to. The well, house. he had to have known who you were because you've lived at that house for so long. They didn't pay any attention. They, they just didn't know. Like they just don't care. They. I don't. I don't know. I don't you know if they don't, don't care. I don't exist. I'm. I'm not them. So I'm background. I'm background for them. Uh, so. So I'm talking to him, and I'm like, uh, so how long have you lived around here? I've been here for about a year. And by the way, he was being very friendly. Like, mm-hmm. he was being a, a real nice guy. Like, okay. it wasn't like... Wait, so you're giving him, like, the basic, like, lift chat? Like, lift so how long chat. have you been driving? Like, God, I hate the lift chat. Yeah, there's the basic lift chat. How it long have you been the, driving lift? You know, how long have you... Oh, do you like it? Do you like it better than Uber? Like, everyone says the exact yeah. same thing. I can't imagine, like, how many times drivers hear that same conversation over and over and over yeah. again. Yeah, but I... I so I, I just kind of did the... The casual talk. I don't usually like to ask the question, like, because it's such a leading question. When you have somebody who's driving, wherever they're from, if they have a really thick accent, and and you and you want to find out where they're from, just out of curiosity. But I always feel like kind of a jerk doing this. So how long have you lived in Portland? And normally, you know, if they give an answer, then I'll just leave it at that because mm-hmm. it's clear they don't really want to talk about where they came from before. But I decided to press on this one. So I'm like, where did you live before Portland? Uh, I was in Russia. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm, and, but I had to keep going. So I asked more questions. And I'm like, so what brought you out here to Portland? Oh, <laughs> I'm like pushing the limit. I'm pushing the limit because I'm trying to just get some answers. And I'm thinking about all the listeners. I'm like trying to get the answers. 
and uh, uh, he he got real circumspect real quick. Wait, so he didn't want to keep sharing his life with you? He didn't uh, want to keep talking about what um, what he did out here. Okay, what his family did, and his brother, or not his brother, his friend owns the place, and at that point. Once he started getting like quiet, like uh, yeah, yes, you know, like not answering the questions before oh, we had been Greg, chatting. You're about making stuff. me awkward, like feel uncomfortable. No, he had been we've well, been he'd been answering other questions, like we were having normal conversations about bars and things like that. It was when I started asking about specifically that that's when he didn't want to talk about it anymore. And I was like, okay, so I I stopped, I stopped pushing on it, and I got down there and I got out. But here's the thing: so he said. He didn't mention anything about me that I don't think they under, even understood I was there. Like, I was mm-hmm. such background that I didn't wow. even matter. They do have a problem. He did tell me they had a problem, though. Like, I didn't ask him this, but he said uh, he has a problem with the guy down the street. Which guy? There's a guy on a corner down there who is a real prick. Was he the like, guy with the motorcycles? Yeah. That, oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. That guy is a, that guy's a bastard. Mm. I don't have to deal with him very much. Um, this is another guy that's down the street from me. He's the guy that threw coffee on my roommate when he was walking my dog. That's why I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's a he's a real bastard. Um, but I don't have to deal with that guy. And uh, Keelan, who used to live next to me, uh, or he lived next to me. Keelan lived at my house. And Keelan is also agreeing. The guy with the motorcycle is a dick. He is. The guy with the motorcycle is a real prick. Mm-hmm. And so the Russian guy was talking about how the motorcycle guy came over to their house and was yelling and like kicking stuff. And uh, I, I'm going to guess the motorcycle guy was very lucky about yeah. what went on there. Right. Um, but yeah, so the bottom line is this. Like, after all these months and months and months of talking about this, this guy, so he doesn't live there anymore. His friend lives there. His friend still owns it. Um, so is it his friend or is it like his, his family member? I was a little confused on what all the connections were. There's mm-hmm. both. Both of these things are going on. Yeah. And I don't know. Um, but I can tell you this just from watching what's over there. Uh, new new cars show up and leave all the time. Um, this guy was, he was very nice. Yeah. You know, yeah, but pleasant Until guy. Until you started to like push him for answering all of your questions. Yep. Yep. And uh, that's, uh, that's, that's where it's at. That is what has happened. I don't know what to do with this information. I feel exposed because now they do know and his friend still lives there and they know who I am now. Although they don't know my last name, they don't know what I do, but nonetheless, it's like one step closer. Mm. And since we talk about it here on the show, this is the problem of having a podcast. Like I share my life and I share what goes on in my neighborhood because there's a lot of weird stuff. But now I'm like, ooh, this is getting a little, I may have made a A little too close to home. So did did he pick you up actually from your house? Yeah. Oh, Greg. Yeah. So that's where we're at right now. Um, Did you give them five stars or however you use that? They can't see the stars. Oh, they can't? No, I was told that uh, Lyft drivers, which if you don't have Lyft in your city, I'm sure everybody knows what Lyft is now, but if you don't, it's it's like Uber. It's just, I, I prefer Lyft. Um, oh, I think you can use the code fun employment still. I have to double check that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get anyway, yeah, away. we'll get we'll get to the bottom of that. Um, no, they, they can't see the stars. I don't think they can see the tips either that you give them. Which I always, I always tip unless they're. I mean, the only time I don't tip on a lift ride is somebody's got to be a real asshole. Mm-hmm. I did that one time. There was a dude where I gave him one star and I didn't tip, and I wrote a complaint about him. Okay, 
But other than that, I'm that's I don't really like taking like ride sharing things. I'd rather just take the bus. I don't like small talk. Well, I had to because I was I was already late. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of where I was at. No, the small talk thing is weird. I mean, what do you do when you get in the back of a ride share? I I guess look at my phone. I'll, I'll be like a like a hi. How are you? Like like courteous. You seem like you would be the way over sharer talker. Like, what are you doing with the weekend? What are you going? What do you think about this? Where do you live? What do you do? No, that seems like that's, that would be your style. No, because a lot of time uh, when I take a lift, I mean, let's just be honest. When a lot of people take lifts, it's after you've had a few drinks. So, like, basically, when I'm in the back of it, I just want to go home. Like, I just want to just be like, just get me from point A to point B. I just want to be home now. Yeah. I don't want to make friends. <laughs> I just want to get back to my bed. Yeah, well, I'm not usually interested in making friends. This time it, it just happened. Uh, mm. John says, um, yeah, we only see our aggregate star rating. So, so, yeah, they don't see the individual star rating. Okay. So you can give somebody lower stars. I mean, I've never really like given anybody star. I mean, I think I have. I don't know. I don't really. I usually give four or five stars unless Mm. there's something. Like I said, unless something's off, and that was only the one time. Oh, Eddie has a good point. He says they should have a silence request for ride sharing (laughs) for like (laughs) either for like either party. What if you're sitting in the back and there's like a button that you press that turns on like a red light when you want silence, and just in the middle of the person talking, you just. Click. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. It just turns no. On a <laughs> no, and it's not all the time. It's just you know sometimes you just really, so, you sometimes you just really don't feel like having a conversation. It's nothing personal against the person. Yeah, it's nothing. It's not like they're a bad person. It's yeah. just sometimes you just kind of want to just be transported from one place to another and not have a full blown conversation the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't mean to sound rude, but that's just. I wish I had a button I could just press when you're talking. Something. Clink. Uh-oh. That glare is not good. Never mind. Please go ahead and talk. Mm-hmm. Blink. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that is the news. That's what I had to share. That's that's what's going on. Uh, Jasmine says Greg can never be silent. Actually, outside of this, you know, when I'm not uh, here, I can – I'm, I'm kind of quiet. Really? Yeah. No, you're not. If I'm around people I don't know, I'm quiet. Well, you're awkward. You're not quiet. Oh, yeah. I'm just There's awkward. a difference. That's what it is. Yeah, that's that's the right word. I'm for more it. quiet than you are, I think. I think not. You think are so. the world's biggest oversharer. It depends. I yes, sometimes I can be, but not all the time. Okay, all right. Well, all right. you're going to have to do a, do a good job of it today. So Sarah has an audition today. Greg, make sure to say that you already auditioned for it. I already auditioned for it. Um, so I've already done it, and it's it's for uh, what can I say? Like, I don't want to say exactly what it is, but it's. It's for a series of, like, educational slash training videos. Mm-hmm. Like, educational videos. Yeah. That, that, that'd be the right word for it. And, and so it's, if we get, if either of us get this, they're hiring a few different people, you would be, yeah, we, we'd be hosting these educational videos. Yeah. So, Sarah, though... I think you have never tried to like really audition for something like this before, right? No, I did. Um, I did audition for. Uh, I don't really do auditions because I'm not an actor like you are. I did. I, did we ever talk about how I actually got a part? On. I don't know. Can you talk about it? Yeah. Well, I'll just say I did have an audition for a television show. And I did end up getting the part uh-huh. a few months ago. But then, of course, it happened to be the one day of filming when uh, I was going to be in my friend's wedding. So I, I wasn't able to do it. So, I mean, I have successfully auditioned 
once and then unsuccessfully auditioned like for lots of things. Yeah. But I don't quite know how to do this kind of thing. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to explain to you how it's going to work. So you're going to go into this audition. They're going to ask you a bunch of questions. You'll have some forms to fill out. And then they're going to take you into a room with a camera. And uh, you're going to – do you know how to slate and all that stuff? What? No. I'm not going to have to know know how to slate. What does it even mean? Slate. Like the clicking? No, you hold up your uh, – they'll give you – I don't know. I can't remember if they did that in this one or not. Maybe they just held up your name. Usually you have to hold up a number, and then you have to state your name and your agency, and then they, you smile, and then you turn I don't have an left, agency. And then you turn back and just say – you just don't say an agency, I guess. I don't know. I represent myself. I represent myself. My name is Sarah, and Sarah represents it's Sarah. It's kind of like the person who represents themselves mm-hmm. you know, in a court law. In a, in a court law. In a court of law. Yeah. That's kind of what that is. Okay. All right. So anyway, so you're going to go in there. Okay. And you're going to go up, and they're going to surprise you. They're going to surprise you because they're going to try to throw you off a little bit. So Wait, what? Up, I, I'm, yeah. I don't really want to do this anyway. I think you should do it. I, I know. Mean, Greg's the one that actually convinced I'm me to do this. I'm pushing her to do this. No, he had, like, I really, I genuinely do not want to do this. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It's, uh, you know, in the middle of the afternoon on a Friday. Uh-huh. Do I have to be, like, all kooky? Like, I, yeah, I want money. That's... That's the one well, driving force. Exactly. So it's money. So here's the thing. What you're, you're going to be reading off. You don't have to memorize any lines. They're going to provide the lines for you. And you're going to have to read what is on the script that they put. Wait, up so there. how are they going to throw me off? What are you talking about? Okay, well, so they'll dim the lights and they leave the room while the light is on, while the camera is on you. So it's one of those big. Wait, so I'm in there cameras. by myself. You're there by yourself. You've got this. You've got the script in front of you. Well, I've been, and I've it's used dark. And they'll watch. They'll walk. Yeah, they, this isn't even a teleprompter. They're just going to tape it up there. Or, or, or no, it's on a laptop. That's what it is. Okay. So yeah, it's like a teleprompter. Because when I did uh, traffic reporting mm-hmm. for Channel Six, I worked with one. Well, of Well, for cameras. this one in particular, so what's going to happen is, you know, like I said, they'll dim the lights. They watch through a window while you're there, and then they'll say "go," and the the script will come out. And at that point, you'll be reading, and then you'll hear like like noises. They'll do some pops and whistles in the background because they're testing to see if you can stay on focus while you're. Wait, are you script. serious? Yeah, they want to make sure that you can focus. Are you serious? Well, because when you're on a set, you have lots of different things going on around you. No, there aren't. That's absolutely not. That's why it's completely dark while you're reading the script. And then you'll have like pops and whistles. Are you seriously being helpful? And like you'll hear like little lights and like flashbangs will happen around you. And if you look, they'll kick you out. If you look at it, you'll you'll have to leave right right. away. You had me going for a second there. (laughs) No, it is not really that bad. The only thing that you'll have to do. (laughs) I would love an audition like that, though. That would be fun. Um. You will have to read, though, the script. You will have to cold read a script. Cold read a script. Yeah, and so I'll tell you this, what the instruction is. Is it hard words? It's not hard words, but the script is going to be, they're educational things that they're just going to provide you. So you have to read it, though, as though you're saying this. This is actually true. So when when you read something, you know, off the teleprompter or you have to... Make it seem like this is just natural and you're saying this. Like those You're idiots, telling a story. Like those mm. fucking morons who host that, that Pawn Stars, who like all sit there and they like talk about something like, oh, from 1973, this was a rare artifact. Like, even though you know that they don't fucking know what they're talking about and they just looked up Wikipedia, but then they sit there and talk to you as if they're educating yeah. you about it, like they knew about it, but they didn't know about it. That's pretty much exactly it. Okay. So you I have to I pretend like that. that, but you have to do this by just, boom, here's a script, cold read, Go. So what I've done is I prepared a script for you. You did? Yes. I prepared a script. Now, the thing is, you know, this is going to take a couple of minutes to read through, but I'm going to send it over to you. You're going to have to pull it up, and you're just going to have to read it straight away. Should I put music in the background? 
Uh, sure, if you'd like some music All right, in the background. So maybe some yeah. elevator some music, soothing, I think. Yeah, yes. soothing elevator music. So these okay. are educational scripts. Um, and and I'll send this to you, and then you'll click on it, and you'll just go. So let's get prepared here. I'm, I'm going to paste this into uh, our, our chat that you can get. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, we'll imagine this is like the final mix. So you're at your audition. You're standing there in front Wait, of the so camera. Wait, so you're not emailing it to me? You're sending it in the I'm chat? I'm going to send it in the chat, and you're going to click on it. Okay. No, you're not. You're, this is a cold read. It's a cold read. Okay. And? Go ahead and pull it up, and then look at me, and then we're going to go action, all right? <laughs> okay, wait a second. Okay, just State your second. name. State your name. I'm a little nervous. I know. I don't want to This is why I'm trying this. to prepare you. Okay. All right, uh, so we're just going to go ahead and- All right, I haven't opened it yet. Um, can you go ahead and state your name for me? Uh, my name is Sarah Dillon. Okay. All I represent right. myself. Didn't ask. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah, so we're rolling, and go ahead and open up the script, and let's go. Please read the script. You need permission uh, right request access. Oh, what? why do you have to have access? I don't know. It says I had to request access. Oh, God dang it. So send it to me. Yes, you guys. It's going really well. Why, why would you need access? You don't need access It's just saying this. that I don't have access. Oh, God dang it. This, uh, I requested access. All right, let me give you... Why is it? Okay, sorry. Way to go, Greg. Boy, I am doing this a terrible real job. real compelling content. I, I realize this. Mm-hmm. Okay, try that. Try that one. There it is. All right, ready. Okay, and go. Hello. So cold medicine is a strange thing to talk about. I'm now sorry, let's... slow down. <laughs> Shut up! Okay. Hello. Cold medicine is a third. This is the weirdest sentence. Hello. Yeah, you have to read okay. whatever is on the All paper. Right. Hello. Cold medicine is a strange thing to think about. It's a very rarely taken cold. Cold medicine was actually invented in 1994 by a German scientist named Rudolf Hamburger. Now, Professor Hamburger studied at the University of Germany where he kept his medical practice. The discovery of cold medicine was actually an accident. Professor Hamburger was eating a sandwich one day when he noticed some mold on his cheese. Uh, One of his students by the name of Helmut Doppelganger had been getting on Professor Hamburger's nerves for several days, constantly playing third eye blind while he was trying to teach the class. The professor decided to trick Helmut into eating the bad cheese from his sandwich as a prank on the bastard. Now, little did the professor know, but Helmut actually had malaria, and upon eating the cheese, he started to feel better. Now, the professor put two and two together, and that's how we got cold medicine. Okay, see, that was an educational script. All right, all right. That's, that's, I think I did pretty good. You did pretty good for a cold read of not <laughs> <to> seeing that. <laughs> but, but you did it. You were a little fast. I would say slow it down a little bit. Slow it down. Do you want to try it one more time? Just a little slower? This is like the dumbest thing ever. This is It's going to be a cold read. That now you've already seen it once. They're, they're educational reads. You don't know if this is true or not. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. It could very well true. be true. It's absolutely not true. All right. Let's, let's try Hello. Okay. It's being... Okay, we've got some different directors here that are showing up into the live chat. Oh, uh, John says, I don't really care about getting the role. Can you just read the whole thing as the attack by an owl? Attack by an owl. Hello, cold medicine is a strange thing to think about. It's very rarely taken cold. Cold medicine was invented in 1994 by a German scientist named Rudolf Hamburger. 
Professor Hamburger studied at the University of Germany, where he kept his medical practice. The discovery of cold medicine was actually an accident. Professor Hamburger was eating. Okay, now, now uh, let's try a different. Let's try a different accent because they'll probably want to check it out. Can you do a southern accent? Professor Hamburger was eating a sandwich one day when he noticed some mold on his cheese. One of his students, by the name of Helmut Doppelganger, who'd been getting on Professor Hamburger's nerves for several days, constantly playing third eye blind while he was trying to teach the class. Okay, now let's try. Go ahead. Go ahead. A German accent. I don't. I can't do German. Well, this is a story about Germans. The professor. I don't know how to do German. It's just very scary sounding. Yes, make it scary sounding. I I don't think I can. Okay, can you do a Minnesota accent? Oh, uh, oh, the oh, okay. Um, The professor decided to trick Helmet into eating. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) The bad cheese from the sandwich as a prank on the bastard. Okay, now try it in a Greg, Swedish dumbest thing. Swedish accent. <laughs> and we just lost Sweden. Okay, try it. Try it in a Swedish accent. No, Greg, I'm not reading this anymore. This is stupid. And I'm not a puppet. What are well, you doing? This is how I'm Little directing did the you. professor know. I'll just slow it down for this. Little did the professor know. A but British ha- accent. But I'm really bad at accents. I mean, good at accents. But helmet, I can't do it. I've done too many. Now I can't think about it anymore. Little did the professor know. Little did the professor know. But helmet actually had malaria upon eating the cheese and started to feel better. The professor put two and two together, and that's how we got cold medicine. You dropped an and in there, so I'm sorry. You're not going to get the job, but you were pretty close. Wait, what and? The, you said the, you said helmet actually had malaria upon eating the cheese. He had malaria and uh, and <laughs> upon eating the cheese started to feel. What is better. wrong with your brain? I mean, these are just uh, actual facts. So, all right, I think you did okay. You know, I threw a little little bells and whistles at you, some bangs and some pops, some change ups. So, do you think you can handle it today? Oh my god, I didn't think I could be less excited. No. I- <laughs> <laughs> See, but now, you know, you've tried some things out. You can be comfortable. So you can ask them. A good thing to do is just ask them, like, when, when you go to read the script, like, okay, and what kind of accent would you like on it? And just uh, check with them and see if they'd like to hear it. You know, because you'll read through it and they'll be like, okay, let's try it again. What would you like to change up about it? You can be like, you know, I think this would sound better with a southern accent. So I'm going to read it that way. Oh, I should totally tell them, like, how they should cast. Yeah, tell them, you know, you should try it out with some different accents. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good idea. I'm sure. So are you just trying to, like, sabotage my chance? No, I'm trying. <laughs> I know you're nervous about it, and I'm trying to tell you it's... I I mean, yeah, I guess I am. I just... I don't you know what don't to... You just don't care, do you? I just... <laughs> you just really don't care. I'm trying to get Sarah to do this because I think she'd be good at it. Like, in all honesty, I think I think you'd be good at it, and it's good money. Um, but I just don't think Sarah has any You can't make desire. me care. I can't make you care. <laughs> So, I don't know. <laughs> I'm really trying to. Like, I've been trying to, like, make it enthusiastic in my mind. And I'm just, like, I just keep forgetting that it's today. Yeah. Well, it's not, like, exciting no. stuff. No. I, but I think it's fun. It's because you fancy yourself an actor. Well, no, because there's an a camera actor. on you. And the money's good. Yeah, I mean, I like money. Well, then that's why you do it. That's why you do these <laughs> things. You don't do them because... <laughs> That's true. You do it because you're good enough at it that you can get the get the job done. Get to get the job done. <laughs> Better than somebody else. <laughs> That's why you do these things. 
What is weird, though, is that there's – so this is an audition thing, and you can see the other people that – I won't say any names, but – Yeah, that's can, strange. That it is. is strange. So, like, basically you pick an audition time mm-hmm. uh, and the available ones that they have, and then but you can see, like, all the other people that are auditioning. That's normally not the case. Oh, right, I was going to say, that's, it's weird. It's, it is weird. I do see one Greg Nibbler had his audition a couple days ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for that. Yep. Remember, always ask, always ask what kind of accent. I like my Minnesota ones a little good. Because I have friends, that, like a couple of my buddies Professor are from Minnesota. Amber. And they always are like, oh, oofta. Oh, boy. Throw, that, drop uh, in I some took a, Oh, I took a tumble back there, don't you know? Oofta. I think Minnesota's my favorite accent. It's just so fun. It's fun. What are you talking about? Uh, you can do a Canadian. Uh, some more suggestions. Uh, Mr. Jenki is saying be sure to find out your character's motivation. Oh, that's good. Should I wear a costume? It'd probably to be show good. that I can... You are some, These are going to be educational That I am a woman videos. of many faces. So if you could put on like some... Some glasses... Like a smart sweater. I have my like red glasses from when I was the log Hold a lady ruler. last year. Hold a ruler. Hold a ruler. Okay, I don't have a ruler. When's the last time you had a? Do you have a ruler? I have many rulers. Oh boy. I don't have one on me, but I've got them at home. Okay. Well, Jasmine is saying I'm from Minnesota, and your accent needs work. I don't think he knows what he's talking about. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome. Welcome to my world of crazy. Oh, my God. What are you trying to do there? <laughs> what was that? What was that accent? I hate it. Whatever it was. <laughs> what are you Greg doing with like, your face? almost wanted to like, rip off his skin oh, or Lord. something. There was something about that that was just... Wait, what's wrong with my face? What are you talking about? What was that accent? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) It was somewhere between Aaron and attacked by an owl. It was an Aaron (laughs) and it was an owl. (laughs) That's exactly what Kayla just wrote in the chat. It was Aaron mixed with the owl. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody needs some whiskey. <laughs> oh my god! This wow, is so stupid. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Greg, are you a big fan of emojis? Oh, what? <laughs> Am I a big Greg, fan of like emojis? Emo- do you like emojis, Greg? Not really. Oh. I'm not a really big emoji person. Well, well I mean, I I'm aware of them. I. I suppose I don't have a hard stance on emojis, those are just but like, I don't really use those them. Those are like smiley faces and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, there's there, there's a few more than smiley faces now. And like thumbs up? <laughs> yes, that like is exactly People put it. like hearts next to things when they want to show that they love it, so Shh. they'll put like different colored hearts. How come emojis come in threes? How can what? people, when they post a lot of things about, how come when people post a lot of things don't in emojis, that, that they do it in like sets of three? Have you noticed that? I don't. Why is that? I don't know. Like it'll be like three hearts, three 
smiley faces that with heart eyes, and then three like, like green clovers. It seems like an excessive amount of emojis. It is a lot, but they always do three in a row, and I don't, I don't understand it. I, well, now if you're one of life's great mysteries, if you're a new Apple iPhone holder, the new iPhone iOS 11, emojily, <laughs> emojily. <laughs> Emoji lovers are rejoicing because a bunch of new emojis have come with the device. The new characters are adaptations from Unicode 10, which added 56 new emoji. Is that the plural? Must be the plural. No, it says emoji. I don't know. I think it's like... So, a quick look. Oh, it is emoji. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, a look at Apple's new I don't emojis. Really care that I was wrong on that. Shows a triad of new genderless emoji with various skin colors and age differences. It also brings a group of new clothing emoji. How many times can I say emoji? I don't know. Which include a hat, scarf, gloves, and a trench coat. Who sends a trench coat to somebody? It's like a flasher emoji. Am I right? That's exactly what it is. That is a flasher emoji. It's like a trench coat. It's and like, then hey, like don't a, you want to see what's under my trench coat? And like what, like an eggplant? If you were big into the food emojis, the this, this story's still going. They include, uh, there are new ones including You're broccoli, about it. dim sum. Oh, dim sum gave me food poisoning. I'm not a fan. Pie. Do you know how many times I've heard you? Like, a traditional. Did, was it gray and were you in Chicago? The gray meat in Chicago. One time? In Chinatown, one time. Mm-hmm. And a traditional takeout container. Greg, there's also a new selection of new mythical creature emoji, including a fairy, a mermaid, a vampire. Vampires. And a wizard. <sighs> um, so let's see. They're also going to include... Me, 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 So they're still going. Um, so there's also going to be... Uh, they're also releasing some new emoji on World Emoji Day, which is, uh, I guess, next year. Uh, they're going to have woman with headscarf, bearded person, and breastfeeding. Why is it necessary to have a breastfeeding one? Because maybe you just need to say, like, hey, can't answer the phone. Breastfeeding. Oh. Breastfeeding, breastfeeding. All right. You have to do it three times. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I'm opposed. I just I don't quite understand it. Yeah. That's all. Next up, out of Key Largo, Florida, authorities say a naked, drunk Florida man wanted oh. to know if his forty-five caliber gun and shotgun worked, so he decided to fire them into the air for no apparent reason. <laughs> Neighbors <sighs> uh, heard him playing with his guns uh, on Tuesday and called the sheriff's office. Um, spokeswoman Becky Heron says in a news release that they found 66-year-old Roger Scheid inside his home. He appeared, uh, he was naked. He didn't appear to be naked. He was naked and appeared to be intoxicated. Uh, he they was found naked his... and appeared to be intoxicated. Yes. Yeah, so what he said he was doing initially, he said he was cleaning his guns naked, and then he started to get mm-hmm. a little curious to see if they still worked. Mm-hmm. Well, he's charged with unlawful discharge of a weapon and firing a weapon while under the influence. An attorney okay. firm is not listed on jail records. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> um... Like people, some people get. You know, like I used to go to them when I was a kid. There was a Dunkin' Donuts in Salem. I don't think there's any around here anymore. Are there? I don't think they. Last I think they time left I saw one, it was in the East Coast. Yeah, they left the West Coast. Ooh. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we used to go to it a lot when I was a kid. I don't remember. Oh, I guess yeah, when I was younger, and then they disappeared from here. Yeah. Well, a Dunkin' Donuts patron 
tried to pay for a cup of coffee with not money, but prescription muscle relaxants, which that must be a damn fine cup of coffee if you're paying, you know, with like actual street drugs that you could probably sell. I don't know what the uh, price is for for those. Well, um, for a cup of coffee? Well, well, I know muscle relaxers. Well, I know. Remember, we did, had the whole um, oxycodone thing, and those were like twenty dollars a pill. Remember the girl who thought she was getting her yoga mat, and then there was four hundred thousand dollars worth of pills. You're right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So I did learn something. You did learn something. Okay. Except you don't listen. So yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. Richard Borky, thirty years old, allegedly tried uh, to swap coffee for pills. This late, uh, late this past Monday uh, evening at Dunkin' Donuts in Pinellas Park. An employee told, uh, pe- told police that when she rejected Borky's offer of unknown pills, he decided to walk out with the coffee. He stole the coffee and did not leave the pills. While cops uh, were able to yeah. locate Borky at a nearby McDonald's, after he reportedly agreed to be searched, a patrolman located eight pills okay. that were later identified as methocarbamol. Drug names are so weird. Yeah, I don't know what you I don't know what that is. A drug prescribed for muscle pain and stiffness. Okay. So uh, he was arrested when he could not produce a prescription for the pills, which he said were given to him by his friend Aaron. He was not charged with stealing the coffee, so he pleaded no contest to a misdemeanor charge of possession of drugs without a prescription. He was fi- uh, fined five hundred fifty dollars and sentenced to a day in jail. Pew 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 pew. What's going on over there? What are you looking at? A man in Texas is looking to sell his large collection of something that he has been creating for over half a century. Since, so. <laughs> I've been creating a large collection of something for a half and century. And I want to sell it to you. I want to show you it. <laughs> I want to show even... you what I've collected. I almost like room. want this to be Mad Libs and like not tell you what it is that he's collected <laughs> and have you try and guess. So Barney Smith is Okay, 69. try to guess what it is that he's mm-hmm. collecting. Okay. So Barney Smith is 69 years old. Okay. Uh, he has created a museum from this thing, from these things that he has created. Things? Plural. No, it's a museum. It's a collection. So it's a, Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, keep going. All right, so, it, uh, can, so this museum contains more than 1,300 of these hand-decorated items. Um, so he's been working on this for 50 years. So he is trying to sell this Hands online. Decorated. He's seeking between $15,000 and $20,000 for his museum of his hand-decorated items. So the entire museum of his collection is up. Yes. Up for sale. <sighs> so he's a Texas man. He would like his collection to stay close to him in Texas. Not hair clippings. No. Nail clippings. No. Are they related to a body part? No. Oh. I mean, you use... It's something that you use every day. Toothbrush. Same room. Oh, where are we going with this? (laughs) Toilet paper? Close. Toilet paper roll holders? It says toilet seat art museum. Oh. Toilet seat art. I didn't didn't know that was a thing. I apologize. As we learned... Yesterday, I think anything can be a Guinness Book of World Record, and if you collect enough of something, you can make it a goddamn Decorative museum. Toilet seats. So, a hand decorated toilet seats, 1,300 of them. He's trying to sell them for $15,000 to $20,000. He wants to find a buyer to 
purchase his entire collection. What? Why would anybody need all of those? Uh, he says, I don't care. He said, I want someone to keep all my toilet seats as a museum. I don't care where it goes. If it goes to New York or Kalamazoo, wherever they want to take it, they've got to keep it together. Don't separate them. Don't separate my toilet seats. Smith's friend and fellow artist Carrie By has gathered a group in hopes of finding a new location in San Antonio to display his collection of toilet seat art. How many were in it? 1,300. How much does he want? $15,000 to $20,000 for a whole bunch of toilet seats. What's it going right for a decorative toilet seat? I mean, you could break that up and maybe make some profit on it. I mean, I don't even know how much a toilet seat is. I'm not sure myself. Like $20? Maybe. I would guess $20. I mean, just the seat? The I, seat I can't imagine just that lid? much. Like $20. I'm stuck at $20. I think that... That might be more than 20 bucks, but it's I think not going to be too much more. Average cost of a toilet seat. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I think you're around... You're right... The right range. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't find it. All right, yeah. I'm, I'm getting. I'm close. About twenty bucks. Okay. All right, and finally, I have a story. Thank you. Who sent this in to me? Uh, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew, for sending this in to me. A story out of Wisconsin. A pair of naked Wisconsinites repeatedly ignored a cop's demands that they cease fornicating in the back seat of their parked car which resulted in them being arrested for engaging in lewd and lascivious conduct. Uh. The cop was a knockin' and they 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 would not they wouldn't stop a rockin'. According to police, a lacrosse resident uh, called 911 about 3:25 a.m. to report a suspected prowler. Prowler. That's how you can tell how old the person is. I think there's a prowler outside. That's an old lady saying right there. That is there. a very old lady saying. <laughs> so a report a suspected prowler in the area behind There's her home. A cat burglar. There's a yeah. So when, uh, when the officer responded to the call, the resident said she had been awoken by the sound of two individuals having sexual relations inside of a car parked in front of her residence. She said also she subsequently spotted an unknown. You know subject. how many times that's happened in front of my house? <laughs> Every day. Seriously, it happens. It's happened a lot. But I don't really need to call the police. As detailed in the police department report, the uh, officer showed up, Officer Westfall, uh, said that when he approached the car, he heard moaning emanating from a gold Pontiac Grand Am. The vehicle's windows were partially wow. fogged and it was rocking back and forth. I mean, a Pontiac Grand Am, you can't. Gold one, too. Try to not have sex in one of those things. Uh, the cop illuminated the car's interior with his flashlight and confirmed that they were indeed naked and engaging in sexual intercourse. Oh, boy. <laughs> so it was then Westfall told the couple through the window uh, to cease copulating and get dressed. At that point, I walked to the rear of the vehicle to give the, the two subjects some privacy so they could get dressed. But when five minutes had still passed and they had not listened to him and continued oh. to keep on rocking the car... Uh, he did indeed shine his flashlight back in there and determined that, again, they had reinitiated their sexual <laughs> oh, intercourse. <gross. laughs> that's, that's just a gross way to say it. Uh, Westfall again directed the couple to stop what they were doing, get dressed, and exit the vehicle. Uh, so the 
the gentleman of the duo apparently was not happy um, to be interrupted. Uh, said, "No, I'm trying to." I can't. I, it's just too crass. I don't like saying. Yeah, he's, he's trying to do his thing. The cop then opened the car's rear door and again instructed the subjects to stop doing what they're doing and then uh, and get dressed. Uh, they both smelled like booze, and the guy allegedly tried to shut the car door, telling the officer to go away. <laughs> um, so after uh, the gentleman finally stepped out of the Pontiac naked, he became argumentative and accused Westfall of, quote, cock-blocking him <laughs> and, quote, giving him blue balls. Uh, wow. Yes. Uh, the man then offered the explanation of Swartzer's behavior. He said, you're a man. You should understand. It's Oktoberfest weekend. As the nude man argued with uh, Officer Westfall, he ignored the cop's direction to get dressed with his underwear in hand. Uh, So this kid's last name is Putt Kemery. He declared, it's just a dick, nothing to be afraid of. This romantic couple, both of whom live in La Crosse, were each charged with lewd and lascivious behavior. Um, So also the guy was also hit with a disorderly conduct rap, but both, both are being held in La Crosse County Jail in advance of a court hearing later today. So I guess the Lacrosse Oktoberfest is quite the crazy. Yeah, man. Now I kind of want to go to the mm-hmm. Lacrosse Oktoberfest. So if you ever head uh, to Lacrosse, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, this was the 57th anniversary of their Oktoberfest celebrations. It, uh, it includes a parade, a dachshund race, a beauty pageant. Dachshund race. Yes, and and lots of beer, and apparently lots of sex and gold. I mean, it dance. sounds sounds like it's a pretty wild time. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nibbles in the chat says, it is, I've been there, it's nutso. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it, my friends. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. Why did you do that? I don't know. I just decided to to add a spin to it. Yeah. (laughs) Perhaps that that wasn't necessary. No. Um, I've got a little bit of ball talk. Okay. Mainly because, you know... You know why. You know what the people are clamoring for. You know what pays the bills for this show. Us? I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. It's my prediction time! Yes, indeed. So every week here at Fun Employment Radio, I make my predictions about what will happen in the world of college football. Who's going to win? Who will lose? Whose hearts will be broken and whose hearts will soar I will tell you who right now because I spend hours upon hours upon hours virtually every waking moment that I'm not here researching in depth all of the statistics necessary to accurately predict who will win three different college football games I research all of them but I'll predict three I've got a lot of correct answers in me today. A lot. Sarah, we're going to, of course, as usual, let you help out on that, too. Oh, I'm so excited. Sarah will pick one game at random. Okay, first up. You know what I'll do? I'll even let... I've never done this. I've never done this before. I mean, I've never done this before. I was going to let somebody from the chat pick one, and even when I did that, Jasmine put one in there. Fine. I'll predict that. Hmm. First one that I am going to predict. Yeah, this one. West Virginia Mountaineers. 
West Virginia Mountain Mamas versus the Texan Christian University Horned Frogs. Oh, boy. Horny Toads versus Mountain Mamas. Big old showdown in Fort Worth, Texas. It's going to be 85 degrees there that day. At Amon G. Carter Stadium, Sarah. I heard that's in Fort Worth, Texas. It's in Fort Worth, Texas. That's correct. 85 degrees is what it'll be on Saturday. 240 tickets are still available from $36. The Mountain Mamas taking on the Horny Toads. I'm going to tell you who's going to win, Sarah. They'll be crying back to the mountains because the horny toads are going to squash the mountain mamas. TCU over West Virginia. All right, taking one from the chat because I will allow this for this week. Maybe next week, maybe we'll do this again. I've never, I usually don't go out on a limb. Jasmine asks, pick Iowa State versus Oklahoma. Well, all right. That's what you want. The Iowa State Cyclones. That's kind of a cool name. That's a fun name. Cyclones. Versus the Oklahoma Sooners. Sooners is okay. Cyclones is more of a fun name, though. Taking place Norman, Oklahoma. Norman, Oklahoma. When I used to work in the pool liner company, I used to call a guy named Ray who worked in Norman every day. And every day I would call him. He would answer his phone. I'd say, Ray, do you need to place an order? And he'd say, Greg, what are you doing? You're working hard or hardly working? <laughs> and he would crack himself up. That's in Norman, Oklahoma. That was Ray. Cyclones. <laughs> Flying on down to Soonerville. Well, unfortunately, the winds are going to die down that day. The Sooners will top Iowa State. There you go, Sarah. There's two. Let me hit me with one, Sarah. Hit me with one. I know you say you don't usually do this, hit but it's like a one. different since it is a different kind of weekend, and you've already done something you haven't done before. What about the WSU versus U of O game? I don't know. I stay away from the Oregon and Oregon State ones. Don't be afraid. It's going to be a good game. It's in Eugene. I already did a Washington State game last year. Last week. Well, I know, but Washington State's actually performing well right now. And Yeah, they're pretty good right now. Washington State is 5-0. and Oregon's 4-1. and Yeah. Playing in Autzen Stadium. You want me to predict this one? I'll do it one time. One time. Washington State versus University of Oregon. Washington State, 5-0, just knocked off USC. They're doing pretty damn good for themselves. They're number 11 in the country. Oregon, 4-1. Four 4-1. And one. Four and one. They're not the greatest this year. But it's in Eugene. Is Royce Freeman back? That's the determining factor. Um. All right, I'll do it. Damn it. Eee. 
Okay, Jesus, just get Oregon versus Washington State. The winner will be on Saturday in Eugene at Autzen Stadium as the Ducks take on the visiting Cougars traveling from Pullman, Washington down I-5 well, no, first down, ID. No, what one is up there? The winner is going to be the Oregon Ducks. Oh. Didn't you go against WSU last weekend, too? You did. This is a pattern. You said USC was going to win last weekend, the, and they didn't. The Oregon Ducks will beat the Washington State Cougars. It's the only time this year I'm going to predict an Oregon or, or Oregon State game. But the Oregon Ducks will win against the Washington State Cougars. Take that to the bank. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Okay. Oh, we do have a couple more things. Let's see. All right. Well, wish me luck on my audition today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Thanks. Also, it is October 6th, which means it's the sixth day of my birthday month. It's not your birthday And going into my birthday weekend, I feel like it would just be the best thing for me to do to honor myself with a little drunken birthday Elvis. Your birthday is on Monday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. I just think it's the responsible thing to do. There are two people who have actual birthdays on. Oh, who? Uh, one, Dallas. Dallas. Dallas has his birthday today. Oh, Dallas has a lot of neat dolls. D- Dallas has dolls. Yeah, he posts all of his doll pictures all what? the time. I've never seen him. Post I think doll I think pictures. he calls them collectibles. Oh. But he has some like really cool looking dolls. Sweet. Totally action figures. Sorry, Dallas. Sweet dolls. Sweet Dallas. action figures, bro. No, they really are. They're cool. He has all these like lifelike looking ones. I have somehow I've missed this. Maybe you're blocked. That could be. All right. Happy birthday, Dallas. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I don't see any of his dolls. I'm looking on his page. Yeah, I, don't I see think that you're probably Where's his doll blocked. collection? Blocked know. from the dolls? Why? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't make fun of it. No. He just doesn't want you to look at his dolls. Whatever. Fine. Yeah. I didn't want to look at them anyway. Mm-hmm. And next up, it is Mary. Happy Mary. birthday to Mary! Happy birthday, Mary! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Hot damn right! All right, there we oh. go. Greg, are you excited to celebrate on Monday? What's Monday? I go into my thirty-eighth year. Ah! Old. Not as old as you. <laughs> yep. It doesn't mean you're not old. I heard Greg like so, like talking about being roughly the same age as someone who's in their late 40s because now Greg is identifying as being in his 40s. No. Yesterday you're like, no, peers. that was being nice. Mm. Come on. Just saying, I, I was impressed. That what you are were you embracing talking it. about? That you were that is so out of context that you're into your 40s. and has nothing to do with what was being discussed. Out of context. Mm-hmm. Are you going to play anything? We're just nope. going to sit here? This I'm is how we're hitting the I want to hear you keep repeating me out of context. On. I'm like a, like a crazy grumpy old man. Out of context. <laughs> it's out of context. 
Send us an email, <sighs> funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Click on the Audible link at funemploymentradio.com. Get yourself an audiobook. <laughs> Our good friend Tuggy in the chat says, Greg was in his 40s and his 30s. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when that happened. Snuck no, I'm going to be, no, I will be, people are saying 38, no, I'm going to be 37, but I will be in my 38th year. I'm going to be 37, right? Yeah, I'm 30, yeah, 37. Fuck, 37? Oh my God. Oh. Yeah, you're in your late 30s. Oh man, this one hurts a little. 37. 40s right around Because you round up. Because 36, I could still like, I was still like wiggle room around like mid 30s. 37. I'm, I'm in my late 30s. Yeesh. Oh, that just hit me. Yeah. Hurts a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Make sure you tell them. Kind of at the tail end of what the, uh, for the audition today. And Keelan's pointing out that I'm yeah, I'm pretty much almost dead yeah, at this point. Yeah, yeah. Did find like a white eyebrow hair. I'm, I'm assuming it was blonde. Ooh. I'm like, oh god. So my hair follicles have already stopped making pigment. Oh. So that's happening. Mm. Well, anyway, like I said, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in today. Uh, December 2nd will be the Portland Podcast Festival. Save that date, and we'll be making some announcements. So like the Facebook page of both Fun Employment Radio and the Portland Podcast Festival. And maybe you'll maybe some announcements may be coming out about that. Ooh. Maybe a lot of announcements. I don't know. I'm not in charge of that section of it. All right, thanks so much, everybody. <laughs> At some point. For t- tuning in. You are all awesome. We will be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.